Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Thursday, April the 21st, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here to go over this three-game NBA playoff slate for tonight's action. We're going to look at it from a DFS perspective and from a prize picks perspective. And speaking of prize picks, they are our presenting sponsor for this podcast. If you'd like to jump on the, the prize picks bandwagon, uh, go to prizepicks.com. Use the promo code Coach Talk. If you're signing up for the first time on your first deposit with that promo code Coach Talk, prize picks will match you dollar for dollar all the way up to a hundred bucks. Free money, can't beat it, gotta love it. Prize picks is the best. If you'd like to join us at DFS Coach Talk, if you've been watching this podcast and say, hey, I want a little bit more information, some more lineups, some more um, core plays, some more prize picks, picks, um, go to DFSCoachTalk.com and you can sign up right there, even for as little as a three-day package for 10 bucks. You get everything that we offer, all of our information, projections, ownership, um, all of our uh, key plays, key fades, everything else that we put into the pot and mix it together and then pull that money out at the end of the night. That's what we're looking to do here again today. As you notice, a little bit different for me. I wore the Dallas Mavericks hat today, and I don't know the last time I did a podcast without a Coach Talk hat on, but after that exciting, gutsy second game win for the Mavericks, I figured uh, Dirk talked me into it. Blame him. But I, you know, Luca may play tonight uh, for game three. It's such an important game. I think he might lace them up. I really do. So I figured, you know, I've got Coach Talk on here. We'll put the Mavs hat on. Maybe it gives the good juju to the Mavs and Luca because we definitely need Luca out on the floor uh, to have a chance in that game, in my opinion. So. Let's hope he plays and let's dive into this slate and get some winners and some core builds and some good stuff for you here uh, to make your lineups. All right, first game of the night. We have the extra half an hour tonight. It's a 7.30 game rather than uh, 7. It's the Memphis Grizzlies and the Minnesota Timberwolves. So let's talk about this right off the bat. The, the over-under in this game, the total in Vegas is 2.36. That Mavs-Jazz game, it's only 210.5, so 25.5-point difference, similar to even bigger of a, a difference than it was in the last game. So we have to pay very close attention to that. And then splitting the difference right down the middle in the, in the night game, Golden State and Denver, it's 223. So keep that in mind as we're going through these games. All right, Memphis is only favored by one and a half here, but guess what? It's on the road. So Minnesota, a home underdog, that is not going to sit well with them as this series is tied at 1-1. So Memphis by one and a half, 236 total, 118.75 implied for Memphis, 117.25 implied for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Let's look at uh, any injuries here in this game. We're going to refresh, make sure I keep refreshing over and over until I see that it says Luke is playing. That's my whole goal here. Uh, in this Memphis, Minnesota game, we just have Aldama out and Tilly out. They are not in the rotation in Memphis. No injuries 
for the T-Wolves. A quick look back on the last time these two teams played in the playoffs here. Um, again, that game was was won by Memphis to, to tie the series up 1-1. Let's take a look uh, real quickly at Minnesota and uh, what went wrong there uh, that they dropped that game and something to look at for today's matchup. You've got um, Anthony Edwards played the most minutes at, at 34. He was 7 for 16, so only 16 shots up. He's generally going to, uh, you know, want to get 20 shots up plus, but he has been a guy to go to here. There's no question about it. He's getting some rebounds and assists, even grabbed a steal in here. If he can get 34 minutes, 36 minutes, and get more shots up, he's a key play. There's no question. Jared Vanderbilt sort of off the board now. I mean, uh, nine minutes, uh, injured a little bit, just not worth playing here you know and same thing with if you want to take a shot at Malik Beasley go for it he's just not a guy that I'd go with Jaden McDaniels grabs some of those minutes Jordan McLaughlin uh, Torian Prince Jalen Noel none of those guys are playable to me uh, if you want to go Nas Reed he is the backup center to Towns Towns does get into uh, foul trouble a lot he, he like I say he got 20 minutes uh, and certainly paid his number off but risk with all of those. So let's go back to the keys here. D'Angelo Russell only played 28 minutes. Patrick Beverly, 29. Both key components here. Russell was only three for 11, so not as many shots up. Terrible shooting performance. Just a horrible, horrible game for D'Angelo. Uh, hopeful bounce back here. You know, his price is right. Got to consider him. And then Cat, you know, the key, there's no doubt about it, but he's got to stay out of foul trouble. That's It's starting to get a really bad situation for him, um, consistently getting in foul trouble. It's been on and off like that all season, but it seems to be elevated. He's just trying so hard and playing so hard, he's making some dumb fouls. But five fouls in 27 minutes, I mean, that's, that's not going to get it done. And Cat only got seven shots up. So... This is going to change dramatically. I you know, mainly wanted to go over this just to show of how poorly they played. But Edwards, Towns, Russell, Beverly, those four guys, uh, in, for me, are all in play here. I think we need to consider uh, you know, that situation with these four guys of bounce back um, at, uh, at home as an underdog. So that's that's the one side of the ball. On the Memphis side of the ball, it was very efficient. Again, you know, they got complete control of the game and everybody lost some minutes on both sides towards the end. But Dylan Brooks shot the ball terribly again, three for 11. He just hasn't gotten his stroke back yet. So he's probably off my list, you know, tired of playing him and, and coming up so short. I've been waiting for his explosion game. Jaron Jackson, similar, you know, some foul trouble, uh, not, you know, getting it done uh, the way he needed to. Um, we know Steven Adams went out, uh, but he's supposedly uh, okay. He's not on the injury list. I'm not going to touch him with a 10-foot pole. They pretty much played him off the, the court, so he's out for me. Uh, Desmond Bain stepped up. He's a guy, played 32 minutes, definitely a guy you can consider here. He will contribute in different spots. He even can get you some stocks. Of course, John Morant, you know, he's going to be one of the highest owned players, and, and rightfully so. 
Um, they just, you know, have a very difficult time stopping them. Nine for 16, very efficient. He also threw in nine rebounds and 10 assists. So, you know, can he approach a triple-double again? That's asking a lot. But in this high-paced game, he is a hard fade here because he's really uh, stepping up, and he's, you know, fantastic pay-up option. After that, the bench is hard. I mean, they use some guys, Clark Williams, Anderson, Jones, and Tillman, but not in the playoffs. Not in. It's just too risky. Uh, if you hit the right one in a GPP, more power to you, but uh, not for me in my in my cash builds. All right, let's move on to game two. It's the aforementioned Dallas Mavericks versus the Utah Jazz. Utah is favored by seven. It's only a 210.5 total. Dallas 101.75 implied, 108.75 for the Utah Jazz. So if we look at this game here, first of all, injury-wise, we know Luke is questionable, and that's a true questionable. We have to wait to see what the situation is going to be there. Nidalekina questionable, may get a few minutes, if any. Hardaway's out. Only guy out for Utah is Forrest. So what are we looking at here? Let's uh, go back and study this last game a little bit because obviously everything in the world changes um, if Luka plays. He is the highest usage player in the NBA. And, um, you know, if he's in there, you, you shuffle the deck away from everybody else, really. If he, if he plays... Uh, at that salary, is he going to play full minutes? You know, that's where we need the coach speak. I don't see him diving back in and playing, you know, 38 minutes. Uh, that would be wonderful, but it would be a shocking surprise if it happened. I think we have to expect more of a, a limited uh, role from him. And I just don't know committing as much as I'd like to say he's going to get in there and smash the slate. His price is high. And we don't know exactly what that status is going to be. So in or out, I am concerned about, you know, whether I want to uh, really ratchet him up. The spots to go for Dallas, if we look at this last game, an unbelievable amount of minutes played by the key players. Bullock played 45 minutes. Um, so, I mean, that alone uh, puts him in play. He was three for five from three. And we know he can shoot a good percentage from three. So he's an option. Dorian Finney-Smith logged 42 minutes, three for 11, though. He's a, he's a tough call. Those that jumped on Dwight Powell, he did not play that much. It was the Maxi Kleba show, but they'll probably split minutes. So that makes both of them a very tough play for me. Powell only got 15 minutes. Uh, not a good game for him. Brunson, obviously his career game, you know, you got to see some regression from that performance. 43 minutes and 41 points. Are you kidding me? Um, but his price is still fair. We don't know how much of an impact Luke is going to have, if any. So Brunson, I don't know how you don't include him in the list. I mean, he and Dinwiddie will get the majority uh, of the action if Luke is out again, of course. So both very playable. Dinwiddie approached 40 minutes as well. So, you know, you can consider... Uh, those two guys, and we just need to get more of more coach speak on Luca and see if he's in or out. Maxi, he was a godsend for my squad last time, you know, and for the Mavericks. He took 11 shots, all of them were threes, and he made eight of them. So when you shoot 73% from three, 
uh, that's not bad. So beware, though. I would. I, that's why my one guy that I think is a bit of a trap here, if not a big trap, because I think he'll split more time with with Powell, and you know he's not going to shoot seventy three percent from three. Very unlikely. And you know he did grab six rebounds, uh, and and he had three assists. So, I mean, he had a terrific game. I like him, but I I doubt that I'm going to dial him up. And that's really it for the Mavs. I mean, there is not much depth at all. That's why those guys log such big minutes. It's going to be a tough test. Going to Utah, there's some elevation there. Being an underdog, not knowing the status of Luka. So it's it's going to be a tough call. I'm not going to load up on this game, obviously, based on uh, you know the numbers, the totals here. It's not the game to really dive on. But based on that news we're going to get, uh, there will be some uh, at least one Maverick or two, uh, depending on uh, that news. From the Utah side, if we look at uh, their last game, you know they they are very dependent on Donovan Mitchell. It's become more and more evident as the series uh, and the season has gone on. He got up 30 shots in this last game. You give me 30 shots, even 25 shots from somebody, uh, they're going to make my lineup. So Donovan Mitchell would be the one guy that I would play from that side of the ball. It's at home. We know if it stays close, he's going to dominate down to the uh, end in the fourth quarter. And I think there's room for him to do better. He was 13 for 30, but he was only three for 10 from three. Um, I think he's a, a terrific play here. He would be my one-off. The other guy that shot the ball very well, but he's a trappy kind of play too, is Bogdanovich. He played 40 minutes, but he was uh, he shot an incredible nine for 15, but only one for four from three, which is very unusual. Uh, most of his shots usually are threes. Um, you know, he doesn't do a lot of peripheral statistic numbers though. So a lot of people I think will trend to him because his price is so much better, but I think he's a bit of a trap. Um, O'Neal, uh, Conley, Whiteside, House, Clarkson. Yeah, Clarkson hit some shots, but, and I know you have to find value somewhere, but I'm just not crazy about that bench. Gobert was just Gobert. We talked about it on this podcast. I said, I think he'll have 17 or 18 rebounds in this game. He had 17. So uh, that was a great call. What I didn't expect though, and I said it, I say it all the time. They don't run anything for him. He's non-existent in their offense, but he was two for five from the field. How do you play 37 and a half minutes? You're the only big guy on the floor and you get a, you make two buckets. I mean, that's, that's pretty pathetic. And, you know, really he's just a rebounding machine. Um, he did have two blocks, you know, which he's always going to get you some, some of those. Uh, so, you know, I'm tempted with Gobert, but, you know, it is frustrating watching. It's great as he rebounds, but he's just non-existent in every other aspect of the game. So I'm not sure. I think I'd rather spend the money this time on Mitchell as opposed to Gobert in this matchup. So that's really uh, the way that game looks. And I think, uh, again, we just need to know because the, the other concern is if Luka doesn't play or if he's very limited or he gets in there and he can't go, I you know, Utah could blow this game out. I mean, it was... Herculean effort by uh, really Brunson to to get a victory. Um, <clears throat> if Luca can't go for some reason, uh, I may fade this game completely because blowout could definitely happen. 
Um, and that would be a big concern. All right, the third game on the slate. And by the way, if you're watching right now on YouTube, quick ask here. Thumbs up, hit the subscribe button. That's super important to us. While you're at it, that little alarm in the upper corner, click on that so it gives you uh, a not notification every time one of our podcast posts. Um, check us out for basketball, baseball, golf. We've got it all going. And we'd love to have you, dfscoachtalk.com uh, to sign up. Okay, the third and final game. Uh, so the second game starts at 9. So there's a spread, 7.30 and then 9 o'clock Eastern Dallas, Utah. And then an hour later, we've got the Golden State-Denver game tipping off at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern. We have Golden State favored by 2 at Denver. We know Golden State has a 2-0 lead here. And it is... Uh, 223 for the total, 112.50 for Golden State, 110.50 for Denver implied. Injury-wise, this is where the news is. There is none, really. Iguodala is questionable. We already know Murray and Porter are out. So it's the same guys running it back. Let's go back and take a look at this last game and how it panned out. We know we've got these Splash Brothers and with Poole as part of that group now all stepping up and uh, and scoring. So it makes it tough, and it makes also Golden State dangerous in these playoffs for sure. Um, let's see here if we can look up the latest game that they – the combination game that they played. They played on uh, Monday night, I believe. <clears throat> Yep, there it is. Okay, so it was 126-116 Golden State. Let's look at the Denver side first. Uh, Aaron Gordon, a, a you know, non-exciting game, which he throws in a lot of times, three for nine. Uh, only He played 25 minutes. They did rotate a ton of guys in that game, for sure, as they tried uh, to hang in there and, and get a victory. Um, really, you know, Jeff Green, nothing. Will Barton, Got up 15 shots, which is better, but he has just slumped the whole second half of the season. He was five for 15. What I will say, though, is he did get 10 rebounds, two assists, and a steal. So Barton, somebody at that low, low price, if he's going to get 31 minutes, I think you got you to gotta look at him. Uh, and he's been a bust lately a lot, but he's, you know, he's, he's worth a look. Um, and then, of course, the Joker. I mean, let's talk about him. He got 20 shots up in 28 minutes. He's going to be fresh and ready to go. Uh, you, we know he can break the slate. He is the payup guy for me. He's going to be on 100% of my lineups. He's going to be my center. I'm going to build from there. Um, he, I don't know how you don't play him. This is a really an elimination game, if you will, because they can't go down 3-0. So, I just think Joker rolls it out, has a huge game. I think he's almost as ridiculous as, as this sounds, a free square today. I don't know how you build a lineup, cash, GPP, whatever, without the Joker in it. It's just, it's going to, he's so far ahead on my raw points projections that you just, you've got to roll with them. So that's where I'm going to begin and end. After that, though, with Denver, it gets so difficult. You know, you can roll the dice on Gordon or Barton. But after that, man, it's just so hard, you know, between Monte Morris and Bones splitting time. Morris has been better at the very end of the year, 
But, you know, if he's only is he going to get less than 25 minutes, that's a concern for me. Bones only got 17, so it's hard to roll on him. Um, and then, you know, the rest of the guys just aren't that good. Let's just face it. I mean, I, I'm not going to put, you know, my game on the line with Jeff Green or Austin Rivers or Jermichael Green. I tried to force Austin Rivers in just because of the low price. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, that's that's really fishing for stars, more of a GPP play. So I'd really like to stick with with the Joker and then possibly a Barton or Gordon rollout uh, to make it work. Um, on the Golden State side, you know, let's face it, we've got some shooters here. Uh, between uh, Poole joining the Splash Brothers of Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, I mean, look at these guys. Thompson was 9 for 19, Poole 10 for 16, and Curry 12 for 17. You're dead in the water with that. Somebody's got to get out there and play some perimeter defense. But if all three of them are shooting this way, this could be uh, the matchup for Phoenix that that could be the you know a big problem for them because it looked like nobody was stepping up in the West and the Phoenix was just going to breeze into the finals. But if this is going to be consistent uh, for Golden State shooting the ball, it big trouble for everybody else. Um, Wiggins is pretty much you know just an average average player. Uh, this was the all-star starter, believe it or not. But five for nine, you know, when you're not even getting up double-digit double, double digit shots, it's hard to expect him to really do much. Now, he has grabbed a few rebounds and assists, but um, at his price, I'm not crazy there. Draymond, you know, doing Draymond things, trying to, you know, rebound and assist. Uh, but again, at his price, he got 29 and a half minutes, but only got five shots up. So, you know, he's always a threat to get to his number, but certainly not somebody that I'm going to race to. Uh, not interested in Looney. Porter and Bielitsa and Peyton and those guys just can't trust them. Uh, they're not going to get enough minutes. They may bust your lineup. So it really comes down to can you afford Curry? I'm probably not going to be able to as phenomenal of a shooting uh, exhibit that he put on. You know, it more likely fits for me with either Clay uh, or Poole. But there is some regression concern here. You know, you've got a lot of shots that need to be uh, gotten by these guys. They're all three volume shooters. And so that makes it different. So 36, they got 53 shots between them the last game. 28 threes were taking between the three. So if they can continue that, you tell me they're going to get 60 shots, 30 of them are threes. Uh, let's go. I'll, you know, I'm happy with all these guys, but that's not as, you know, realistic. Somebody's probably going to regress here. Um, you know, Poole and Thompson are really the two guys I'm trying to look at and decide between. Uh, I think that, you know, you can afford those salaries more than you can Curry's here. But, you know, all three of them are the three guys that, you know, if they're going to win this game, uh, one or two of these guys is going to probably be on fire. So it's no hot take, but it is what it is. And if you're going to go to a secondary guy, you know, you can look at a greener Wiggins, but it's a little bit of a push. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough call there. So there's no, you know, the tough part about this slate is there's no gigantic value plays anywhere. 
And that's where it becomes very, very difficult, especially on DraftKings. You can get a little bit more, uh, you know, a little easier with it on uh, FanDuel and Yahoo, but there's some prices that are a little off or different. But on DraftKings specifically, it's it's going to be a bind because uh, if you want to pay up like I do for the Joker and then try to get a, a really strong secondary guy for me would be like Jaw. Uh, it's not a cup of tea. You're going to have to, you know, swallow hard here and be like, okay, I'm going to, you know, roster this guy and, and hope he can get it done. Cause you know, this is the playoff short rotations, very, very difficult to determine, um, you know, how you're going to make your salary work, but you got to find a few guys that you can live with is what it comes down to. And then play the guys you expect to bust, bust it out. All right, for me, a couple of prize picks plays here. That is our sponsor. So thank you to Prize Picks for uh, presenting this podcast. Go to prizepicks.com, use that promo code Coach Talk. They'll match dollar for dollar on your first deposit all the way up to 100 bucks, but you got to use that promo code Coach Talk. All right, right off the, the jump here, I'm going to go with John Morant over 29 and a half real points. I think this is a 30-plus game for him. Minnesota um, has struggled with him. Pat Bev has struggled with him. And so I think uh, he just shows up and gets it done, leads Memphis. I think Memphis could go in and, and steal this game uh, from Minnesota. That place is going to be rocking. Uh, it's going to be an exciting game to watch. It's going to be real playoff uh, basketball. But I really do like uh, – I, th I think he scores here. I think he's in control of this series. He really is. He is he is the go-to guy there. All right, on the um, for my second play, it's it's a tough call. There's a few guys that I'm torn between. Um, I really think I'm going to go back to, uh, and and it's tough here because Chris Paul had such an off game for me. I was so high on him the other day. And I'd love to get him, you know, take him again. But with rostering jaw, I'm not sure. But what I do like with Paul is his PRA over 36 and a half. Uh, he's, you know, he's such an assist machine. I did, you know, again, it was one of those guys that got it done for me on prize picks. I said I expected him to get over 15 assists. And he got close. He's right at that assist number. He just didn't do any scoring or much of anything else. So I think he bounces back in this game. I think he, you know, I have him projected at 39 PRA and it's 36 and a half on prize picks. So I do like the over uh, PRA for Chris Paul uh, in tonight's game. So those are the two uh, prize picks plays for right now. I've got a couple more really good ones. And I also want to get some of that news and react uh, from the Mavs game. Uh, for some additional plays there. So really like this slate tonight. I think it's going to be fun. I think people are going to be nervous because, you know, they don't know the status uh, of Luca and how that's going to affect the entire slate. And uh, so we're going to watch that closely. We'll be following it all afternoon uh, in our discord with our members. So come and join us. We'd love to have you. And uh, Certainly uh, hope you enjoyed this and that it helps you build a really good winning lineup and it helps you bring home some prize picks. So thank you as always for joining me today. Uh, we'll certainly be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it 
in NBA playoff basketball and prize picks.